The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? <laughs> no, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Just a couple of days away from Super Bowl 57, the Eagles and the Chiefs. The Eagles, one-and-a-half-point favorites as of Friday afternoon. And the over-under is 51. Adam Azer, Dave Richard, Heath Cummings, Jamie Eisenberg. We're going to break down the game. We're going to give you some fantasy tips. We're going to give you some player props. I'm going to tell you to bet heads. Coin toss is going to be heads. I feel it in my bones. And uh, everything else you need to know about the Super Bowl, plus your emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. I'm ready, guys. I did it last night. I went to the supermarket. I got my chips. I got my dip. I got some beverages. We're ready to go. Ready for the for the big game. How you guys feeling? Ready? A fun weekend ahead? Absolutely. It's going to be a great weekend. Should be a great game. My wife is going to carry on the tradition of making spinach dip before the game. That'll that'll melt nicely into my fat over the next several <laughs> hours as the game goes on. Probably have some wings in there as well. Sit at home, big screen, watching the game. Rewinding, driving my family crazy. It will be fantastic. Thank you for asking. You're gonna rewind while you're watching it with your family. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. That's <laughs> they, they do not like watching that games. Sounds like a joy. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'll watch a play and hit the 10 second rewind button. And you know, I don't like to watch games with the sound on. So they're not gonna hear. You're kidding much me. From you're not gonna put the sound the on. You're not gonna. No, put the sound- I'm at low at best. <laughs> But I'm like fully concentrated on on the game and, and watching it and then trying to see like you know the little things that happen on every play. I'm not fun to I watch. I don't want to go. I would never watch a football game with you. That is the worst. That no. is so I mean, bad. I would have lost so much money all these years betting that Adam would be the worst person to watch the Super Bowl with. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's one hundred percent Dave. I'm great to watch the Super Bowl with him. We have a, you know, I'll have a great time, Heath. Um all right, guys. So, you know. Other, we'll talk food in a little bit. I, I, I think I'd like to get your take on this uh, maybe later. But if you're sitting there, you're looking at the Tostitos, and you got the regular, and you got the scoops. I mean, who doesn't go with scoops at this point, right? They're just such a superior chip. But that was the decision I, I made last time. What'd you say? I just bought some yesterday. The scoops, right? Yeah, of course. Of course, right? This is a no-brainer. <laughs> I'm very confident in that. But they actually, they actually make now my my favorite chip. It's the um, avocado Tostitos. Oh, they're, they're, they, they make an avocado flavored Tostito scoop, not scoop, well, but that's, it's, that's it's avocado flavored Tostitos. My favorite. Next. Yeah. So I'm very confident in my Tostitos pick. I am not that confident in a Super Bowl pick. So I want to know, uh, now you said yesterday you're switching. I'm not sure. I'm thinking about it. I'll find, <laughs> I'll let you know in 15 minutes. So I want you to, I don't want to know who you're picking yet. I want to know, Jamie, you can start. How confident are you in your pick? 
I'm not very confident. I think it's a game that can go either way. So I would not be surprised. I'm picking the Chiefs, but I would not be surprised if the Eagles win. Um, (laughs) They're a great team, greatest of all time, according to some. Um, You know, so I I think it'll be fun to see how this uh, how this game unfolds. But I'm always in favor of uh, best quarterback and best coach, and I think the Chiefs have that. And obviously, Andy Reid coming off a bye, and Patrick Mahomes unfortunately winning the MVP because the MVP winner has not done very well in the Super Bowl. But um, I I think you know Mahomes and and Reid, despite the fact that the Eagles have just a, a very Complete team, I think they get a slight edge. So a field goal game, uh, but the Eagles, the Chiefs win. Dave, confident? I'm very confident in my pick as well. Started two weeks ago, also being very confident in the pick. Did a lot of research, changed my pick. But I, I feel very, very good about where I think this game's headed. All right, yeah, so Dave's going to leave us in suspense. Jamie said he picked the Chiefs. Heath, you're obviously I know you're picking the Chiefs. How confident are you in your pick? Nine and a half, 9.5. That is incredible to me. How could you possibly feel that confident in the Chiefs or anyone? Oh, out of 100. Uh, <laughs> ah! That was good. Uh, no, in all seriousness, um, I, the only thing that gives me any pause, it, well, it's two things. Um, am I underestimating the difference between the Eagles' pass rush and the Chiefs' pass protection? And is Mahomes, am I overestimating Mahomes' ankle? Mm-hmm. But I think the Chiefs can protect Mahomes. I don't think this is going to be like Tampa Bay two years ago. And I think Mahomes is probably going to be 80, 90% based on how he looked after one week of rest. And if they can protect him and he's 80, 90%, then I don't think there's much question who's going to win. Without obviously knowing until we get out there and see what happens, till they get out there, who do you guys think is the healthier quarterback? Mahomes. Hurts. I think they're both close enough that it should not be a storyline no matter who wins this game. Oh, I hope you're right. Um, but, Dave, you pointed out Hurts' yards per attempt the last three games. And it's down ever hor- since he got hurt. horrible. Act. And yep. I mentioned on Wednesday's show that uh, Sharp Football Analysis wrote a story about how in those three games, Jalen Hurts is not throwing to the right side of the field. So he's obviously, he has been very, very limited. And that's just the, that's why I'm not very confident in the pick. I have no idea how healthy the quarterbacks are. Um, okay, anyway, what are some of the matchups you guys want to watch? If it's player versus player, if it's unit versus unit. Uh, Jamie, what do you think? Give me a, give me a matchup to watch. Uh, Chiefs receivers against that Eagles secondary. I mean, that's a, such a, a standout group, you know, with Darius Slay and James Bradbury on the outside. And so it's going to be interesting to see how Marcos Valdez-Scantling does, how Kadarius Tony does, Juju Smith-Schuster, you know, they're all hopefully healthy. You know, I know they're all practicing full, so you never know how healthy they are, but um, they should be good to go. So I want to see how that obviously unfolds. But really, it's just the Chiefs passing game in general against that Eagles defense because they've been, as Heath alluded to, you know, the pass rush has been fantastic. Defense as a whole has been fantastic. So uh, very curious to see how Mahomes and Andy Reid, you know, come up with a game plan to sort of pick that apart and, uh, will they take Kelsey away, and, and can the guys win on the outside? Yeah, I think that that's, that's a good place to go. I, I like the other side of the coin. I, I'm curious how the Chiefs' front seven will do against Philadelphia's offensive line and against Philadelphia's uh, read option running and short area passing to running backs. I think that might decide the game. If, if Kansas City can get pressure on Jalen Hurts when he throws and they can stop that run game to a good degree – I think that'll help them, but that—I don't think they'll be able to. I, but I do think that that's going to be the matchup worth watching when Philadelphia has the ball, seeing how that front seven does for Kansas City. 
Definitely the pass rush of the Eagles against the offensive line of the Chiefs um, and Mahomes' mobility off of that. Because I think the Eagles gave up the fourth most running rushing yards to quarterbacks this year, and that makes sense with all the pressure they get. A lot, a lot more scramble attempts against them. Um, but also, like Jamie Minston and Travis Kelsey, I don't think the Eagles are going to stop Travis Kelsey from getting six to eight catches in this game. It's how much yak does he get? Does he have one or two of those plays where he bounces off three defenders and all of a sudden a 12-yard pass is a 40-yard touchdown? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And by the way, you know, talk about getting pressure on Hurts. So here's a stat uh, about him against the Blitz. Uh, Jalen Hurts has the NFL's second-best passer rating when he is not blitzed. Jalen Hurts has the 22nd-best passer rating when he is blitzed. So we'll see what Steve Spagnolo decides well, to do. I got a pretty good idea what Steve Spagnolo is going to do with that information. He likes to blitz anyway. Yeah, you know, and but if you can get pressure without blitzing, obviously that's ideal. But uh, that it is it is pretty interesting. So we'll see if they can pick up the blitz. I guess maybe is a better way to <laughs> to phrase that. Uh, I think a big question in this game. You know, we talk about the quarterbacks all the time and the receivers and whatnot. But what about the running backs? Are these teams? Uh, they don't usually see a lot of carries. Like the Chiefs see the fewest running back carries per game. I think the Eagles maybe the fourth or fifth fewest. And you can understand why. They're putting up a lot of points. They're forcing teams to throw the ball. But Heath, what role do you think the running backs will have in this game? I think the running backs for the Chiefs could have a huge role in terms of um, pass catching. Um, I think that could be key of short area passes. I think Miles Sanders will probably have a big role in the first half as the Eagles try to keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes, but I'm not sure what the role the running backs will be in the second half if the Chiefs have a lead. What do you guys think? I mean, can do either team does either team here? I think you look at the weaknesses of the team. It might be their run defenses. Uh, does either team try to win this game by running the ball? You know, I'm not saying Mahomes is going to throw 25 times or anything. Well, Philly but. for sure. Yeah. That's what Philly's been doing for most of the year. Have they? I mean, look, it's not like Miles Sanders is a big carry guy, right? It's not that many games where he's getting more no. than 13 carries or but something. But it's not like about it's just it's, him. It's four guys. I'm talking it's about the running backs. backs and I'm talking about the running backs specifically. Sorry, yeah, no, so, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But but in terms of what their game plan is, I'm sure they're going to try and take pressure off of Hurts. Look, Mahomes has been here before. His third, you know, fourth Super Bowl in three seasons, you know, mm. or third Super Bowl in four seasons. Right. Um, you know, so, you know, he's got experience. You know, Jalen Hurts, it's – you know, he, he hope he doesn't throw up, you know, from nerves. I don't think he will, but I'm just saying, you know, it, it's it's an overwhelming experience for for a young player. He's handled everything, and I'm sure he'll be fine. Uh, he's obviously played in a lot of big games of college. But I, I think, you know, the 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 way you and, – and he said this, and this is sort of the trap that teams fall into against the Chiefs, is I don't want to see 15 on the field, you know. So we got to run the ball. we got to control time of possession. And that, but that's kind of been the success for Philadelphia. The thing that's going to, I think, be telling in this game – Philly, at its best, has bludgeoned teams in the second quarter. They've been absolutely dominant in the first half. And so if there's not uh, this, you know, you, you think about the, you know, not 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 to steer away to basketball, but like how the, the Golden State Warriors, their their success, the third quarter was always just their their dominant quarter. The Eagles, if they can, if they can run away in this game, which I don't think many people think will happen, it'll probably happen early. And so for for them to do it, it's going to be creating turnovers, it's going to be, you know, their run game. You know, a few splash plays here or there if Hurts is right. But I think if if Kansas City stays in this game, then Philly's running backs are in trouble because they're not going to have this type of success that they've been having. And the Chiefs just don't give up rushing touchdowns. That's the other part of this. Well, when you see the fewest running back carries in the NFL, I mean, that's that's also part of it, right? They force teams out of their their run game. 
Uh, but we are expecting a very close game here. So are the odds makers. Again, the Eagles are favored by a point and a half. All right, so you know what? Look, I, we, can, we could go through so many different angles here. We'll do some props in a bit, but let's get to your picks. Tell us who you're picking and why. Heath, uh, give me your, your Chiefs pick. And then I want you guys, I'm just going to sit out. You guys just talk football for a little while, and I'm going to sit back and listen. Wow. You can't talk football? I'll, I'll chime in after, but I want you guys to take it away a little bit, and I want to hear your thoughts on the game. No, I think like Jamie's reasoning at the top is mostly my reasoning. Best quarterback, best coach, most experience. I'm going with the Chiefs. I'll go 27 to 20. Um, I don't really believe if the two quarterbacks are right that either one of these defenses are going to force a lot of punts. Um, but I, I do think the Chiefs will have more success in the red zone because they have Patrick Mahomes than maybe the Eagles will. So maybe it's a good day for Jake Elliott. Um, but yeah, 27-20 Chiefs. But not not one where Mahomes has to lead a game-winning touchdown. More like the Eagles might score late to make it a seven-point. Wow. <laughs> because you're you're. I'm sorry, but you're giving this prediction, and you already said that you don't think the quarterback health is really going to play into it, right? Right. So that I mean, you think the Chiefs are just going I to think beat the, them? I think the chances are better for the Eagles if the quarterback health plays into it. I mean, I agree with that. Uh, okay, Jamie, your pick. Is the Chiefs why? I already gave it. Dave can give his. I know, but did you want to? All right, all right. Dave, go ahead. Do you have any extra rationale to give? Uh, Dave, how many times can we ask you to give your rationale for the Super Bowl, I guess is what we're coming down to. 31-28, Chiefs win, Isaiah Pacheco MVP. Redeeming Damien Williams from getting robbed of it Mm. in Super Bowl 50. That'll make Damien Williams feel great. 49. Okay. Uh, It was the one in Miami, right? 54. Yeah. Okay, Dave, so why'd you switch to the Eagles? I'm switching to the Eagles because there's there's just too much data that makes me confident that they're going to be able to protect Jalen Hurts and that they're going to be able to run the ball very well. Let's talk about the Eagles' pass rush pressure rate. Over the season, they're second in the league. In their past 10 games, they're first. Past five games, first in the playoffs. They're first in the playoffs, and a lot of this has to do with the fact that they took on the 49ers and they had no quarterback. They were getting pressure on 53.6% of their defensive snaps. That's the last two games, not the last one. Kansas City's been good at that, too, just not as good. They've been as high as fourth, uh, certainly over the last two games. Pass rush pressure rate allowed. Kansas City's around the middle of the pack, fourth most among playoff teams in their last two games. So I'm wondering if that's going to be where the liability is for Kansas City's offense. That O-line is good. Is it good enough to protect Patrick Mahomes for four quarters? I don't think that it will be, but I do think that the Eagles offensive line will be good enough to A, protect Jalen Hurts, and B, open up lanes in the run game, and C, have the Eagles play off of that with short area passing to their running backs. I actually think Kenneth Gainwell is a great fit for this game because of what he does in the passing game, because Kansas City does have some liabilities in defending running backs through the air. And it's not like big downfield plays, but I'm looking for dink and dunk plays to Kenneth Gainwell. I think he will come through in that regard. And I think that Philadelphia will be able to have multiple multiple avenues to have success. They might be able to just run it straight up with Miles Sanders. But if that doesn't work, there's going to be a little bit more with Kenneth Gainwell in the passing game. And if that doesn't work, look, there's three rookie cornerbacks in Kansas City. Someone's going to get lined up against Smith or Brown, and they're going to give up a big play. Now, I'm presuming that Jalen Hurts will be able to hit them on that play. But that's something that means a lot to me. I'm going to give you the other stat. Against read option runs this season, Kansas City's allowed 4.7 yards per carry. When quarterbacks are taking the ball on those read option runs, 
It's 6.9 rush yards per carry allowed. That did it for me. Mm. I, I think that Jalen Hurts has the MVP. I think it's a not a high-scoring game, but I think Philadelphia wins this game by a touchdown. I'm giving them the win 24-17 over Kansas City. And I think the reason why I'm so surprised by Heath's confidence in the Chiefs is mm. that uh, I, I feel like the Eagles are better. And I don't know what the argument is that the Chiefs are better. Now, being better doesn't mean you're going to win. I can totally say, oh, look, the, the Eagles might be a better team, but I have faith in Mahomes and Andy Reid. Spagnuolo's got an incredible history against these great offenses in the playoffs, and he does. So I, I'm not saying that you have to think the Chiefs are better in order to pick them or anything. But I right. am curious, if, if both teams are 100% healthy, who do you think is the better team? I think the Chiefs are, but I think it's like I understand why with what the Eagles have done to who they face, I think it's really dumb to say they haven't played anybody and they like they don't deserve to be or any of that type of stuff. But they've had a schedule and a set of opponents throughout the season and in the postseason that's made it more easy to look like a dominant team. These two teams, I think, have both won 14 games in the regular season, both won two games in the postseason, and I, I'm not sure that if you switched their opponents for these 19 games or whatever the math is, that the Chiefs wouldn't have a better re- record than the Eagles. They, it's funny. They have the same record. They're both 16-3. and three, And I read on ESPN. point scored. Yeah. yeah, I read that this morning. I didn't realize that on ESPN, but I'm sure you guys saw it somewhere else. They've scored the same amount of points, including the playoff games. They lead the NFL uh, in explosive offensive plays. Uh, they they have a lot in common. They actually both have great pass rushes. It's not just the Eagles. And they both have really good offensive line, but the Eagles are just better, a little bit better at both, it seems. Well, and I think that like the Chiefs' defense and what Dave was saying about pass-catching running backs was so true earlier in the season. And we saw in the playoffs, at least, it looks like it looked like they'd kind of fixed that. They still gave up catches. But you remember what Samaj P. Ryan did in the passing game to the Chiefs in their first meeting in the regular season, just absolutely yes. destroyed them. Had people saying he was better sure. than Joe Mixon. And last week, he and Mixon combined for six catches for 19 yards. Against Travis Etienne, he did not have much success in terms of efficiency in the passing game at all. We saw Josh Jacobs cut two passes for five yards in, in the thir- third most recent game. So... I don't know if they're still. They don't know if they're still bad against pass catching running backs or not. That's fair. Is it tough to defend running backs coming out of the backfield when you also have to defend passes downfield and the run game itself and the quarterback taking the ball and running with it? Like I wonder if there there's just more elements that Kansas City has to be prepared for that some for of those sure. other teams that you talked about just don't quite have to the same level. There, there are, but also we haven't really seen the Eagles successfully throw to their running backs on a high. Second worst in the place. NFL pass catching right. running backs in the regular season. Yeah, it's not really their Who thing, is? but it's Eagles. it's not what they do. I don't really right. know if that's going to decide second, second fewest receptions to running backs in the regular season. It's not, it's not part of their game plan. The you know, so. uh, the Chiefs defense, though. I mean, Dave, you mentioned all those rookies, the rookie cornerbacks, and how about Carl Aftis? He's coming into his own, right? So. This is uh, yeah. from The Athletic. The Chiefs ranked 10th in expected points allowed per play since week eight of the regular season. Before that, the first seven weeks, they ranked 23rd. And you can see, I mean, their defense has gotten a lot better 
Five straight games, they've allowed only one touchdown pass. Geno Smith, Russell Wilson, Jarrett Stidham, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, all five of those guys. They're, that's, some, that's not bad. I mean, I know there's Jarrett Stidham in there, LOL, and there's Russell Wilson, but Geno Smith, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, those five you quarterbacks. You LOL yourself? <laughs> no, I was LOL. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Uh, he was LOLing their schedule. One quarterback each. Yeah, one passing touchdown each. Uh, they've just gotten a lot better, and I was surprised that they kept the Bengals off the board. I don't know, man. I still don't know who I want to pick. I, I, I know. It, I really feel strongly that the Eagles are the better team. I'm leaning toward the Chiefs because I think I'm more confident in Mahomes' health than I am in in uh, Jalen Hurts's. And Jalen Hurts is just a much different player. He's just been a much different player the last three weeks. Um, but man, like. I didn't feel like the Chiefs... You don't know what these two weeks off can do Exactly. I have no idea. That's why I wouldn't... I mean, I'll probably bet the game just like a small amount just for fun, but I would never, if I were like a professional gambler, I'd be furious right now because I wouldn't want to put a lot of money on a game where I don't know what the quarterback's health is. That's that's tough. Right, but if you were a professional gambler, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't put your money down when you weren't sure. I think... I agree with you that the Eagles are a better team, but I think like in some of the places where the Chiefs stand out, they really stand out. I think coach and quarterback is such a huge difference. And that's no disrespect to Jalen Hurts. I mean, just Mahomes is a different different when when, when they're both at their best, Mahomes is just there, a there really isn't a question. But, you know, yeah, and, but, and, but what so, about the previous two Super Bowls? Because, you know I'm throwing out the sec the 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 Tampa Bay Super Bowl. I mean, that that was a joke. He had no protection whatsoever yeah. against just an unbelievable pass rush. He's got he's facing an unbelievable pass rush again, but he's got so much better protection. It's it's not even comparable. It's fair, but Going into that game, and this is a lesson I learned from that Super Bowl, I assumed that great coach, great quarterback would figure a way around and nobody that. in front of I me. Mean, you and I were basically blocking for him at that point. And no. if that was the case and they had two weeks to know that, they didn't have a good game plan to work you on that? There's no, there was, I think the point is if you're playing without four of your starting offensive linemen, there's not a game plan. You, you can't. So they had two up. weeks to just sit around and assume that there was no, nothing I, I that think, they could do? I think, I think that, you know, again, you know, covering that game, and t- hearing them afterwards, they thought that they'll be able to chip and to, you know, block, you know, we, 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 and I'm, I'm guilty of this myself. I just said it. Nick Sirianni staff has two weeks to prepare for this too. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, not yeah. like they're, they've just sitting back, oh, you know what, we're good. Um, you know, <laughs> that Bucks coaching staff was, was great. It was, you know, and, and they had uh, an understanding and a game plan of how to attack Mahomes and make him uncomfortable knowing that he didn't have an offensive line. <laughs> this is, as close to what this Chiefs team is going into the season, the acquisition of Kadarius Tony, everybody's ready. Edward Solaire is back. You know, they've gotten Pacheco to a point where they feel comfortable with him. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, they have all their pieces. They, they have know? most of their pieces. So, That's fair. You know, uh, from an offensive perspective. But so does know, Philly. So, uh, uh, totally. But, yeah. I, again, I think if you say this is what we expect it to be, mm-hmm. this is our health, this, you know, again, factoring Mahomes too, I'm just going to buy into that duo being I, I that much better, yep. you know, so, and, and, you know, he said this, I, I know it's not fair to say, okay, they played this team that, you know, they, they played this schedule, they played last schedule. The Chiefs path to getting here was obviously much tougher than the Eagles path to getting here. Oh yeah. You know, and so that's fair too. You know, how much does that matter? So we'll, we'll see. I think it's gonna be a great game. I would not be surprised either. Like Adam said, you know, it, it'd be a frustrating game to bet if you, if you really, if you had to bet, um, it, you know, it's, it's I, a, I resent that because yeah, I'm sorry. You finish your thought, but I'm going to come back to the Chiefs' path because you just insulted the Giants, and I won't stand for it. But go ahead, finish oh, your. Oh God, your no, point. Well, no, no, I have no. a good point to make. But go ahead, Jamie. You I'm finish. Sure. It. I'm fine. Go no, ahead. you're good. I, the Chiefs beat the Jaguars. Guess who beat the Jaguars? 
The Giants beat the Jaguars. Like the, you cannot sit here and tell me that the Eagles game against the Jaguars was tougher than the uh, sorry, the Chiefs game against the Jaguars was tougher than the Eagles game against the Giants. And obviously Mahomes got hurt in that game, I get it. But the Eagles humiliated the Giants and the Chiefs struggled with the Jaguars a little bit, but Mahomes got hurt, so understand. Obviously the championship game was different. But it's not like the Eagles have like let's not just crap on the Giants and think the Jaguars were so much better or something like that. We've they're been very they're careful div- not to crap on the Giants. Their division championship <laughs> their their I'm sorry, their division round playoff games were not were not different. Uh, they were equal opponents. They're comparable, fine. So I I'm talking about the the, the whole season. That was back going back to Heath's point about, you know, play the same schedule. Um what what I mean? We're, you know, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're no, I, all right. They have, right. Obviously, the Eagles have had a somewhat easy schedule, but they also have made teams look so bad. They absolutely destroyed the They've Titans. Been fantastic. They They've destroyed been fantastic. the Vikings. They destroyed the Giants twice. Those are not bad teams, but they made them look bad. But it, I it, right, and we don't know what they would have done to Dallas if it to play. Exactly, and they they did beat Dallas with Cooper Rush. But yes, you're, you're right, um, and it's a shame that they didn't get to face. Purdy, really, for more than a series. All right, uh, my pick, I guess, is the Eagles. I'm just, I'll stick with it. I just, I'll, I'll stick with it. I don't want to be clear, like, because just one more time, because you said we were crapping on the Eagles, and absolutely no one's doing that. I, I think the two best teams in the NFL are playing in this game. I do okay. not think that the Eagles are lucky to be like they're the. Sec- I think they're the second best team in the NFL. No, you're crapping on the Giants <laughs> by dismissing them as an easy opponent. The Giants no, nobody said were easy opponent. Easier playoff team. E- easy, easy. The Giants were as good the as the Jaguars for the season. For the season, I know. The path but he, for the Chiefs okay. was a little bit tougher. Okay, I thought you just meant the the playoff path. No, no, no. I, I think you're 100 percent right. The divisional round games were comparable. You're talking about two upstart teams that did fantastic toward the end of the season to get, or fantastic for the season to get to the points where they were. Yeah. Uh, the divisional round, the the championship game opponents, clearly not the same for each team because of what happened to San Francisco. Both of these teams are great. Would not be surprised whoever wins this game. Chiefs, great team. Eagles, great team. Both deserve to be here. Uh, who's our MV- who are picking for MVP? Isaiah oh. Pacheco. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I'll take Hurts, uh, I guess. And Dark Horse MVP. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Hassan Reddick. I was going to say Chris Jones, actually. Not a bad call. I'm just going to... this. Please don't have to be on the same team that I... Okay, like if I get the pick wrong. MVS, I'm going to say. If these wide receivers are really not healthy and he has to go back to MVS again, you'd, you know, that's Dark Horse MVP. Dark Horse DFS play, too. Um, favorite player props? Um, I have one I absolutely love. I have a bunch. Uh, Jalen Hurts over 10.5 rush attempts. It's a little juicy. It's like minus 123 at Caesars. Last game, 10 design runs, one scramble in three quarters of play. Game before that, nine design runs, eight in the first half. They were winning 28 nothing. They didn't have to run it much in the second half. I think this will be a competitive game. I think he's going to get a lot of work. I mentioned how vulnerable the Chiefs defense is against read option runs. I love that prop. It's my favorite one of them all. Okay. I, that goes well with two that I liked for Hertz. I like him under 20 and a half completions and under 31 one and a half pass attempts. And if he runs it more than 10 and a half times, he's got a decent chance at those numbers. I think you got a lot of outs, especially with the, the completions, because it could be a game where you guys are right and they're playing from ahead, and then he's not going to throw it enough to have 20 and a half completions. 
could be a game where he throws it downfield and they score quickly. And so they don't have a lot of pass attempts. Or it could be a game where, like we've seen a few times here recently, he completes 55% of his passes and he needs 40 to complete 20. Um, Jamie, you didn't give any player props, did you? No, uh, I'll take Pacheco over, uh, where is it, uh, 15 half receiving yards, uh, just based on what he did in the in the championship Ooh, game. I think he's going to okay. be significantly uh, involved in that regard uh, again. Uh, so even with Edward Solaire back, uh, I think Pacheco has solidified himself as a guy. That's at minus 121 on Caesar. And then I got two unders on McKinnon, under 19 and a half rushing yards and under 20 and a half receiving yards. You think he's just out of the game plan? It just feels that way. I mean, the two playoff games, he's just been a non-factor from a touch standpoint. And the fact that in their biggest game of the season, Pacheco played the most snaps that he's played all year, you know, again, factoring a third guy now coming back, it just feels like McKinnon's got, got to be the odd man out. So I and went got- the opposite. Oh, I'm sorry, Heath, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I had I wrote one up on Tuesday, I guess, and it's moved a yard now, and I think it'll probably move a couple more, I hope, but uh, Patrick Mahomes' rushing yards, it was 18 and a half. I liked the over on that. Uh, he's run a lot more in the playoffs than he has in the regular season, has 59 mm-hmm. rushing yards in his two Super Bowl appearances. Uh, it's up to 19 and a half now. I like that. W- wouldn't be surprised if it goes over 20. The more confident people feel in his ankle, because that's really the only reason he wouldn't run for that, especially against a team that pressures like this. Yep. Oh, I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that one. That's a good one. Now, I went the opposite way on McKinnon. I was hoping it would be a little bit lower, but I went over 20 and a half receiving yards, which is minus 137. Uh, the thing about Pacheco last week is he still, Pacheco only ran one route on third down. So McKinnon, it looks like, still has that role. McKinnon played 10 third down snaps. Pacheco played three. McKinnon, McKinnon ran five routes on third down. Pacheco ran one. So it just happened to be that Patrick Mahomes threw the ball to Isaiah Pacheco on first and second down a lot. Uh, so, you know, that's the type of thing that I could see flipping. And I know McKinnon, it's not just one game, as Jamie was mentioning. And uh, I get that. I w- took the over there. But I also like Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdown passes. That is a plus 159. Yep. Uh, and they have given up 24 or more points in five games this year. And Mahomes has thrown three or more touchdown passes in four of those five games. So if the Eagles are going to put up points, there's a great chance for Mahomes to throw more touchdown passes. So I took him. That's just in your favor. Yeah, right. Plus one fifty nine over two and a half touchdown passes. I'll always play whenever it's a plus number. I mean, Heath knows this. <laughs> the over interception total. So over half interception on uh, on Jalen Hurts. You're getting that at plus one hundred four. Tip pass. Anything crazy happens, it's always an easy one to play. Dave, you want to talk food? Sorry to throw it to you first. <laughs> no, I mean that's my brand. What are we having? Well, spinach dip. Uh, around lunchtime, wings for the game. And when no Dave, pizza, when, which is ironic, yeah, considering is where my son works. But uh, it, it will be wings in the house. He, he can't won't get a kickback. Why would no you kick, get No kickback. Kick uh, the crazy thing is he's changed places. I was so. going to say, when you listen to kickback Dave's... Way out the window now. When, when you listen to Dave's food response, you should mute it and hit the rewind 10 seconds button every so often. <laughs> just, see, just see if you enjoy that experience. Heath, what are you making? You got the smoker going already? The sm- well, the smoker's not going yet. It got a little complicating factor in that I'm coaching basketball Saturday and Sunday morning. So I think I'm probably going to smoke wings um, just because that doesn't take quite as long. I may do some ribs as well, have some jalapeno poppers on the smoker for sure. I know my wife will make um, some homemade French onion dip. My daughter's making buffalo chicken dip. Um, we'll have some potato wedges, some, mm. uh, some vegetables. Yeah. If I were awesome. in the area, would you let me come to your party? Absolutely. Okay. 
Even though you think that I would be bad to watch the Super Bowl with. Yeah, well, I've got a TV inside and a TV outside, ah, so okay. we'll just go to opposites. Jamie, what do you have on the menu? Neither of which uh, are allowed to be yesterday, reminded. some chicken, and my wife got chicken wings today, so uh, we'll, we'll barbecue um, right from a doubleheader baseball game on Sunday. So, Oh, so you're going to make them. You're going to do it yourself. Yeah. Cool. I'm not. I'll be ordering my wings and my pizza. Okay, and we bought French onion dip, so we don't have to make that either. Okay, guys, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll read a few emails, Dynasty and Keeper questions after this. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Selling a little or a lot? (coughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back to fantasy football today let's hear from the audience all right the first question is a dynasty question from tom but he can only keep 12 people so or players the deep sleepers are always on the waiver wire people like john mechie don't nearly don't have nearly as much value I am the defending champ, and I feel like I have a bit of old studs that will fall off soon, specifically at running back. He has Eckler, Mixon, and Travis Etienne. Um, should he trade? Should he trade C.D. Lamb for Brees Hall? So he has Austin Eckler and Mixon in, in Etienne, and at wide receiver he has Lamb, Godwin, and then it's a little older, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, but he also has Juju, Jahan Dotson, and Rashad Bateman. Given Tom's team, would you trade C.D. Lamb for Brees Hall? No, definitely not. Um, 
I don't think I would. I've got Lamb higher than Hall by two spots. They're close enough in value. I just I don't know that I'm any more concerned about Austin Eckler and Joe Mixon falling off a cliff than I am Keenan Allen and DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. at wide receiver. Um, so I, I think if you're going to try to push in and win one more year, I'm not sure I want the running back coming off the ACL. Okay. This one is from... Did you read the part of his email where the guy who has Brees also has the 101? I didn't. You can read that part. Or the I guy who has Brees also has the 101. Should I shoot for Bijan Robinson instead of Brees Hall is the question. I would try and put a package together for the 101 without Lamb. But that's... Uh, would I trade Lamb for the 101? I don't think so. As much as I like Bijan. No. You, really you don't, you don't trade young receivers. That's no. the thing in Dynasty. You don't trade young receivers. And so Lamb well. is still early enough in his career. Should still be able to put up amazing production. We just saw what he did in his first season as the guy. And it was fantastic. And so I think the the thing that you might try and do is you might try and send Hopkins to get a running back. You might try and send one of these older receivers to get a running, you know, to a team that's close to competing also that has some running back depth. But if you're trying to if you're trying to get the one on one, you probably have to just give your pick and probably two players. Whatever those two players might be. Okay. This is from Tom in La La Land. Dear Rivers, Harley. Drebin, Stryker, and Big Jim Slade. <laughs> well, I know Drebin. Right. Stryker is Airplane? Uh-huh. Okay, so these are these are Leslie Nielsen movies. No, I don't know if they're all necessarily Leslie Nielsen movies, but they're all slapstick characters. Oh. I don't know the others. Rivers, Harley, and Big Jim Slade? What is that? Big Jim Slade is from Chicken Fried Movie, I believe. Mm, never heard of it. Which is very NSFW. I want to say Harley is from uh, Hot Shots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good call. Rivers. And Rivers I'm, I'm blanking on, but it, they've all got to be from the same, you know, that niche of movies. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I grew up loving. Love that stuff. In our Dynasty League, Topper Harley, that was his name. In our Dynasty League, we can only keep five players. <laughs> this is Dynasty League. Uh, one QB, three receivers, PPR. Please help rank these players to keep. We need five. So pick your five, I guess. McCaffrey, Henry, Brees Hall, Javante, Algier, Montgomery, CeeDee Lamb, Chris Godwin, Christian Kirk, Juju, Mark Andrews, Dalton Schultz, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields. First of all, can we just make it clear that if you can only keep five players, it's not a dynasty league. It's a keeper league. But in the sense that you can keep them, I think, as many years as you want. You're right. Sure. Uh, And so, You're keeping Hall. You're you're keeping McCaffrey. Lamb. You're keeping Lamb. Can you make the case to keep Henry? Because he doesn't have, like, Andrews makes sense. Uh, To me, it comes down to Godwin versus Henry. I would go Godwin and Fields, but over Andrews. I I do have Fields over Andrews, but you. I go McCaffrey, Hall, Lamb, Godwin, Andrews. You have Fields over Lamar Jackson in Dynasty. I do. Yeah, that makes sense. I I I might not if Lamar Jackson had a, a new contract that guaranteed him the next three years or something. I would agree. Okay. All right, next question is from Aaron. Where's Aaron from? Seattle, Washington. 
14 team PPR. <laughs> 14 <laughs> team PPR. Uh, no, half point. Half point PPR. He said it very weird. Half point, 14 team PPR. You threw me off, Aaron, from Seattle. <clears throat> One round penalty every year, but we can keep a player until they hit round two. Okay, so pick three. Godwin in the seventh. Devontae Smith in the seventh. Kenneth Walker in the eighth. Rashad White in the 10th, and Deshaun Watson in the 13th. So we need three of them. Godwin in the 7th, Devontae in the 7th, Walker in the 8th, Ken Walker. Rashad White in the 10th, Deshaun Watson in the 13th. Yep, definitely first first three three for me. me. Okay. Yeah. I just, he didn't say anything about this, but what if you can't keep two players in the same round? Uh, Then I would probably keep. Watson in the 13. If you're making the decision right now, it's Watson. But if the offseason goes on and Rashad White is the main running back in Tampa Bay, he's a no-brainer. Yeah, but not if it's Kyle Trask and a crappy quarterback. It won't be Kyle Trask and a crappy quarterback. They'll do better than that. So last question here. Who do you like better, Godwin or Devontae Smith in the same round? Smith. Because you can keep him for the next five years, I'd say Smith. If you can only keep him this year, I'd say Godwin. Okay. Smith. Last one is from Adam. And where is he from? Sioux City. Uh, Dave is the type of guy to go into a restaurant at 9.55 when they close at 10 and order the most complicated item on the menu <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then ask for 10 substitutions no, and stop. not tip. No, no, no. no. It, I wanted you to stop before oh. the last one. Oh, sorry. Because I, I thought that this guy, like, he just went one, like two yeah. words too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just went a couple words too far. Dave would definitely tip. That's ridiculous. But Thank you. What about the rest of it, Dave? <laughs> They once went up to the server and said, here. <laughs> and gave a tip. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. I thought, I thought a little you... awkward. It was a long time ago. It was at a Hooters. It was very awkward. What? It was so awkward. I thought that the I thought you were uh, saying he went up to a server and said here and it had a list of, of items that needed to be substituted. No, no, no. Or no, 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 no. But I am definitely the king of modifying <laughs> items at a restaurant, which I would never do at 9.55 when they close at 10. I would try and avoid a restaurant right before they close. And I would order the most complicated item on the menu if it was what I really wanted. I'm not going to do it just because it's complicated. Sure, sure. Thanks for calling me a dick, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Would you trade away Joe Mixon for Tyler Algier straight up at a full PPR Dynasty League? Yeah. I'm not answering this guy's question. (laughs) Um, I don't think I would... Dave, what you should have done is you should have answered it, but you should have added 10 other items to the trade. Yes. Yeah. That would have been brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Remember that commercial? All right, guys. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll have a podcast just after the game ends. Oh, Adam, you're, are you picking the Eagles or you're still not sure? No, you I didn't give as, us a score. As, okay. As of right now, I'll take the Eagles 24 to 3. But no, uh, just kidding. Oh my god, uh, just kidding. I'll take the <laughs> Eagles twenty-four to twenty-one. But you're not taking it with much conviction. <laughs> not at all. And I'm definitely okay. going to bet oh. on the Chiefs because I want to root against the Eagles. So I'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> my pick and my so we, and my bets won't line up. There is no Super Bowl wager to be made amongst the four of us. We can do it. That's that's fun enough. We'll be on the Eagles side and. Jamie and Heath will be on the Chiefs side. All right. 
Buying lunch? No, no, it's got to be something that's paid off on the air. Oh, okay. Adam has to shave his eyebrows on the air. Yes. The uh, the winner gets to write a duet for the loser. Winner gets to write a duet for the a loser. Musical duet. It sounds like work either way. I would love to write it's a duet. It's the off season. <laughs> You've got a little bit of time for. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great I'm in weekend. If you guys Enjoy are the in. game. Are you in? See you guys. Bad, I'm shaving his eyebrows. I'm in. Jamie's out because you won't shave your eyebrows. Can you throw in shaving your eyebrows whether you win or lose? Look at these things. I, it would take me five days to shave these things. So. Dude, I got clippers. They'll take them off. In oh, we're out of here. See everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.